You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. It's like riding a bike. It's oh, like goodness. riding a bike. You remembered how to do this. So I we're back. That button again. We're back. I'm gonna say the. I'm gonna give the official. We are back. But it's been two months since we did this, boys. I, know, I hope people still remember who we are because you say we. Like, hopefully, we haven't, you know, fallen on deaf ears. That's right. The last episode of this. Mastering Mitzvahs was episode 89. We were like that close to 90. And I don't know if we really, really push, we might be able to hit the 100 mark this year. But I feel like that's going to hit in 2022. Yes. Um, Bye, Jordan. <laughs> uh, Jordan must be on his phone sharing the trying to share, link. Trying to share right now. So you, you're dark on the screen, but we can still hear you, my friend. I'm here. Don't worry. We're just getting a little sharing. I am doing it from my phone. So I'm here. So. The goal of today is, like, let's just talk about where we've been in the last two months, what we've been up to, and why we've been kind of dark on this whole Mastering Mitzvahs podcast. Like, we had a... Or dark right now. Did, did you get that dark term from me right now? Mike, did yes. I do with the dark? Yes, precisely. But, you know, we had a goal to do this weekly. Then we went into the bi-weekly, and then two months just disappeared. So... what if, D- Dylan, I'm going to start with you because I could see you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I Quick Did update. What, what, what's up in Dylan's world in the last two months? Uh, per- personal, professional. Uh, I mean, if you've noticed, my background's very different. It certainly uh, is. So I'm I'm now in a small apartment uh, because our house was like decided to no longer be a house anymore after that hurricane uh, in early September. So we're dealing with that, but it hasn't slowed our our workflow down by any stretch. Um, so we're getting ourselves a little bit cozy and comfortable here. Uh, and instead, uh, we're doing it from from this space as opposed to the as opposed to our regular house. Well, let, let me just say, in the history of mastering mitzvahs, you started recording in your first your home. Then you moved to a new home, and we were talking about the whole new home thing. Um, and you were recording out of your laundry room for a while. Then you put up this beautiful backdrop, and then you had to move. So yeah, so I, I think the history goes. Uh, I started, you know, it at at our town home. And then uh, we bought a new house. And then for about three months, we were like renovating that house. So I was doing it for my in-laws house because I was living on their couch. And then we finally moved and I was doing it for my laundry room. And then I put up the backdrop. And then if you, if you want to bring Dylan to your house to record Master Mitzvahs, <laughs> drop it in the link. <laughs> and now the house that we had bought and renovated got just decided to no longer want to be a house anymore. So that 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 is your your like what have you been doing in the last two months? The tail of the tail. Oh, and and then and then we've been doing. I don't know. I think I've done like forty events in the last four weeks or eight weeks. <laughs> so where haven't we been? It, yeah. Exactly. Where have we been? But where haven't we been? That's. I think that's our topic today. J- Jordan, what what city in America have you not touched in the last couple of months? Oh man, I, I, let's let's take the tour. So Florida. California, Maryland, Rhode Island, New York. You take a pick, bro. You you've been all over. All over. By 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 plane, by car, by truck, by planes, trains, and automobiles, man. 
just about everything. Um, I'm like John Candy, the late great out here. <laughs> so um, it's been a wild ride the last couple of months. And you know, for, for the three of us, you guys saw my email this morning. Literally one year ago today, in November, if we were to look at the whole month of the calendar, we had one in-person wedding, one in-person uh, bar mitzvah. We had a drive-through bar mitzvah, and we did two or three virtual events. That was November of 2020. Exciting, of different. 20- yeah, November of 2021. I haven't heard the word virtual at all, and Unless I've been. You want to say that we're like- virtual, virtually exhausted? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually exhausted. I there's no, <laughs> there's no virtual exhaustion. It's like it's real exhaustion. It's wild how things have changed. And uh, look, being totally transparent, you know, some we have new staff, we've lost some staff, we've experienced people getting sick and last minute coverage, and uh, it's been a wild, wild ride. But we're here and we're excited to be back on the podcast talking about it and you know, kind of undercover what what the mitzvah world is like. And what man, and I feel like, I thought we had a handle on it. I thought when we first started this podcast, we knew what the mitzvah industry was kind of all about. And this past year has shown us that like creativity, no, no parties too far. Um, you know, like, I mean, Mike, you guys were in Buffalo last weekend, dude, like, like Canada, you went to Canada. How was Canada, bro? Uh, we were this close to walking across the bridge into Canada just to say that we did. Insane. But- it was cold though. It was really cold out, <laughs> and we did it by and we did it by 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 car. Yes, and and uh, just earlier today, if you haven't seen your email, we got a lead for a bar mitzvah in New Orleans. So, you know, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, that you know what I mean. Dylan did such a good job out there, man. It was bound to come back. It was bound to come back, man. I'm ready. Bring me back. So, so Jordan, I'm going to throw this to you. Sure. Um, in the last two months or so. What what standout event moment do you have? Like, I know you've done some pretty badass bar mitzvahs, but any of them that just stand out and, and why? Oh, man. You know what? We, we were just talking about this before we got on the cast. I, you know, the one that kind of rings true, uh, both both because it was, you know, it was it was pretty recent, but also, man, just the the production, the teamwork on it was awesome. I did a bar mitzvah for a young man by the name of Ethan. Um, and we were partnered with some really, really great professionals on that. Uh, shout out to Amy Rebell from Rebell Event Management. Uh, shout out to Phyllis Skolnick, um, who also, uh, you know, uh, runs Extraordinary Productions. Um, these two professionals combined with our explosive team, combined with the incredible crew um, over at the Edison Ballroom. Shout out to the Edison Ballroom, too. If you guys are looking, if you're in the tri-state area and, you know, you are a family that wants to kind of get off the beaten path or the regular you know, everyday mitzvahs that you see at the, at, you know, the same kind of places we dipped into Manhattan. Um, we went to the city. Now the city comes with its own, you know, set of trials, tribulations, obviously, you know, um, it's a tighter fit parking, loading in and out, but man, let me tell you, it, it was so worth it. And it was so awesome to see this event come together. Um, I know that when we do our, you know, uh, look back, um, on our on our yearly stuff, we'll have some photos and stuff of this. But the 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 uh, the event was just tremendous. Um, you know, Ethan went with a Star Wars theme. Now you have a young man who loves Star Wars, who loves playing the piano, who is kind of on his way to being an extrovert, but still an introvert um, as far as a young man's concerned. And he wanted nothing more than to be a part of his day. So you know, the thing that I loved about his event the most was um, obviously the design looked incredible. 
Um, we had a lot of what are called asteratubes um, that we're actually using now as far as our lighting is concerned um, as the main focal point of the design. So these asteratubes were made to look like lightsabers and they were put all over the room um, and they're super, super bright. So, I mean, this place was lit up and the ceilings are super high. Um, the way that the Edison ballroom is kind of formatted is that it has a, it's a, a, a super cool and chic, like sexy kind of look, but it's old school. It's almost like, uh, like a marquee, the old school marquee style theater. So if you ever see, uh, what's, Dylan, what's that Jim Carrey movie from back in the day? Uh, matinee or whatever. Was it matinee? Like where Dude, he I'm, takes, I'm half your age. What are you I know, about? bro. But you're the only <laughs> back one, in the I, day. What am I going to ask Mike about pop culture? You got to help me here, bro. You got to be my, you got to be my rock, bro. I got nothing. So, so basically it had that old school marquee style look, the flash bulbs. It looked very like, it was like authentic New York city. Like if you like looked at New York city, I think probably like in the sixties or seventies, it had that look to it, but it was super like, like trendy inside the ceilings are high. There was a big ballroom stage. Um, and the cool part was, was that Ethan was a part of his day. So right from the get from his grand introduction, he was playing the piano. He played, came out and played clocks by Coldplay and sang it, performed it. That was his grand entrance, so that's kind of how we brought him into the fold. Um, we had our DJ actually match the the blend on on the DJ cut of, of the clock song and and kind of loop that. So when Ethan came out, he jumped right onto it and played off of our DJ, and it was almost like a live rock concert style intro, and it was awesome. Man, it set the tone. Uh, the, the, his friends and family saw him involved, and I think that you know some of the, the family members that had come in from far away didn't even realize that this kid was capable of doing this. And he's singing, performing, you know, singing his heart out to like, and, he, and at this point, he's, you're 13, man. He's a 13-year-old kid performing, and his parents were like, yo, we've never seen him really like do this before. So I think that's something that we do is kind of like bring that performance factor out of people, and they feel comfortable around and in us. A, in a venue of that statue, too. That, that's right. almost like saying playing Carnegie Hall. I mean, like. 100 percent yeah it was it was awesome man and everything we had a bunch of great uh, uh added enhancements on it we had a virtual uh star wars uh vr game where you put the goggles on you were bang you were in outer space you were flying the millennium falcon you were fighting people uh with lightsabers and fighting against darth vader so we instantly took people you know into star wars land with that we had a branded uh photo station that had ethan's name all over it we had a social hoops basketball tournament going on um, and this was all within, you know, the, uh, the four hours in the main room, our cocktail hour was designed with our in it to win it cocktail hour game where, uh, you know, we had different challenges, uh, kind of put together for the kids to keep them activated. The excitement was through the roof. And did I mention this was all on a Friday night too, Mike, this wasn't even a Saturday. So we did right. this all on a Friday night in the city. Um, the professionals came together, man. It was lights out. One of the baddest. And when I say the baddest, it's the coolest parties that we I've done this year. Um, and it felt really good to kind of judge jury and execution it because I, I mean, I was laying labels down, bro. I was putting down labels. Oh, you know, I, I was just going to say, I, I wanted to piggyback. I think my favorite thing that I saw from the pictures, I wasn't there, was the branding was so on point throughout the entire event from the decor to the branding of the games. Like, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, branding, 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 but like yep. this just hit home like it you walked in there and you knew the theme you knew the guest of honor's name there was mm -hmm. no way to be mistaken in oh yeah man and, and like i said when we do our, our yearly recap with like our, our, our coolest parties we'll get some pictures up of that it was tremendous but that was one that kind of hit home for me so so it's i think that 
one of the ways that you, like everyone says, oh, I want to be creative. I want to be different. I want to do blank, blank, blank. I think one right. of the easiest ways to do that is to buy into your brand. Um, it allows your guests to be excited about that idea. And it could be as unique and as niche as Star Wars, or it could be as grand as just like, uh, you know, the initials. But right. branding everything is a really inexpensive way to like, whether it just be like, acrylic labels or um the t-shirts that you give out like if you can own the brand all the way through your celebration i think that it gives you a leg up for when it comes to the buy-in factor from your kids and adults uh right. the other thing that i hear about this is i think that the like i i hear from families all the time like listen my kid's a little shyer uh my kid's got an attitude you know he's 13 or whatever it is and i've always told my families that for whatever reason it's like mitzvah magic but the best version of your kid is going to shine that day very few times is it not the best version of that kid. Um, so while that is always a concern, like, oh, my kid's really, really, you know, shy um, or, you know, he's got an attitude or he doesn't like to dance. You would, I would venture to say that at least for us, those kids are the best versions of themselves, which then roll over to the best version of their friends, the best version of their family. And, and it's just, it's excitement. Authentic excitement is a real thing right now. It's not jaded because we lost a year of, of excitement. Correct. So right now it's it's more than more than elevated. Agreed. Very well said. So I, I'm going to jump in here because my standout party, I think Jordan was one or two weeks after that uh, when I was at Briarcliff um, uh, Manor, uh, Trump's facilities up there. Uh, it's Westchester, New York. It was also you know we we hit the road. We had a two hour two and a half hour car ride and this facility was one of the nicest rooms and well laid out facilities i've been at in a very long time and the party fell on halloween weekend and sometimes we run into the families that want to embrace halloween and sometimes they stay far away this was a repeat family for us and they wanted halloween so it was so cool and, and there were some things i didn't even see myself until i saw the photos last week um, our in-house photographer Rex took the pictures and I was looking through his shots and I was blown away. I mean, you know, we, we enter from the, you know, the back doors of these facilities and go up service hallways. So we don't actually get to see the grand entrance in the foyer sometimes. And they had skeletons and all sorts of cool, like Halloween themed decor as people walked in, um, you know, cobwebs everywhere Love it. All, everything from the place cards, you know, everything was just themed out. And there's actually one of the coolest photos that, that Rex took was actually a family portrait where the family actually was wearing Halloween masks. So they were all like, you know, you could see the formal attire below, but these like spooky masks. And it just set the tone for a different party. Um, we had a lot of cool things. And a big goal of the night when we figured out the timeline was to keep building on the energy and to also um, create wow factors. Like every 30 or 45 minutes was a different wow factor. So, you know, as an example, we did, um, we, you know, one of my favorite things that we had there was these human disco balls. You know, there's two girls in head to toe mirror ball. Um, you know, you shine a light at them and there were beams of light all over the place. And their first appearance came after dinner. And that in itself was a wow factor. Like, what is this? This is so cool. Right. And they were doing some ambient dancing and, you know, participation. 
they danced for 20 ish minutes and then they disappeared and you're like all right i guess that was cool like that was cool like but then they came back and they did a different set the next time where we had them actually do the michael jackson thriller like oh yeah totally part of halloween um the third time that they came out they were part of our blacklight invasion where we handed out white gloves, everything in the room was glowing, neon, bright. So, like, every 30 minutes was a upgrade to the enhancement, and it was really cool. It, so, it, so, Mike, actually, really quick, you're hitting something really cool here that I think is great for our viewers. What I love about it um, is that you literally utilized a, a troupe or a performance angle, same perform same performers, but three separate times. So, like, It was bound to happen. We're losing Jordan's connection, but I, I know what you're saying, Jordan. And, and yes, we took this one element and we made three separate shows out of it. And that was so cool um, to just keep the momentum of it. Sometimes we do things, Dylan, and, and you know, the momentum loses its energy. But in this case, you know, we... A, a friend of ours always used to talk about, you know, you have a plate on your finger and you're spinning it. We kept that momentum and maybe made it faster and faster through the night. I thought right. that was, you know, really cool. Well, also, too, I, I think it comes down to a cost thing, too, for our clients. Sometimes people get kind of scared and weary about price point because they see a troop or, you know, obviously, anytime you deal with live performers, Mike, you're, you're involving an extra, an additional cost on your on your event. But this is a great way to get awesome value out of it, you know, where it's not just for the grand entrance. It's not just for you know, 20 minutes of a, of a show, a floor show and a couple of pictures, you know what I mean? You actually were able to utilize this troop all throughout the night. So it's great value too. So something like that is a great way to go. Well, I, I think it was, it was actually the last hour of the night. It wasn't all through the night, but it was the last hour or maybe hour still getting multi multiple pops for that amount yeah. of time is, is, is yeah. great value. The, to close out that party. And then I'm going to jump to Dylan, you know, your standout party, but as guests were exiting, just when you thought you've seen it all, they exited to a custom-made Halloween treat shop, and you know it was it was our New York City newsstand, decked out with uh, you know hay bales, skeletons. I wish I had a picture. To show the you pictures right were so good on this man. It was so cool. I mean, the whole thing was all cobwebbed out, and these kids went trick or treating at this shop, and it was awesome. Like, I mean, they you know you you know when you're out trick or treating, you know the family hands out the big candy bars is always like the family. Well, this was nothing but big candy bars, big everything, life size, and they went home with their treat bag stocked. So super, super cool. I I love when families embrace uh, a holiday like that. Like they're owning their their faction there. Like there's no way around it. Like if you go to a party, if you go to a house party in in uh, October, it's probably a Halloween party in some capacity. Um, so this family owned it. Uh, I remember years ago, we did a Halloween-themed bar mitzvah that was just so, so cool because they bought into that theme. They knew it was going to be Halloween, so why would they fight it? They they owned it instead. And, like, the, uh, the the bartenders were dressed up like witches and warlocks, and they were making, you know, drinks with dry ice, and there were potions and whatnot. So, like, it was cool from that perspective. Um, and I love what Jordan said about having that multiple value points uh, from one from one item. So, like, 
that's one of the things that's what makes like uh like buying tv screens from an entertainment company so valuable because you can use it for multiple things you can use it for your montage you can use it for branding but you can also use it for games and contests whether it be trivia or some sort of game show or something like that so you get multiple value you know another way to look at it is uh when you do uh, a fusion package where you get live music you have that live musician doing uh cocktail hour for the adults a simple right. elegance and then you use that same musician and you just get great value because now they're part of the fusion of the DJ where they're right. blaring out, you know, the popular songs too. So when you, when you're planning your event, think about ways that you can exceed the value. So that way the price point makes the most sense. Um, I'll give you guys another, I'll give you guys another really good example. This didn't happen this year. This happened many years ago. Um, but this family had to move venues. Their event was like December, let's say 18th. And they had to move venues from one country club to another because there was a flood. And luckily, this family was super flexible. But the venue that they moved to was decked out in Christmas gear. Decked out it. in Christmas gear. So within one month, they went from whatever their theme was to they rebranded it to Merry Mitzvah. So good. They just they they understood. So they understood straight up that they, like there was no way around let's the fact. Be, that and let's be real, doing twenty-two foot is fun. It's fun. But like there was there was no way around the fact that they were going to enter into a lobby with a twenty-two foot Christmas tree. Like there was no way around it. So they 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 bought into the Mary Mitzvah idea. They you know had Santa hats with Jewish stars on them. Like they had they they had a snow machine for their entrance. And I think that one thing we've learned over the last year, if you ask me what we've learned, is that flexibility is one of the best abilities that you can have. And when it comes to either your entertainment company or your mindset, I just think I've been preaching that since since really we we got up and running again, uh, is that your flexibility is going to pay off in spades, especially when you can when you can really be okay with owning into it. Love it, Dylan. Did you have any standout parties? <sighs> I've done I've done so many events. I, I'll talk about a few standout moments. So the first moment that I wanted to talk about is we did a race car themed, uh, or I guess it was classic cars or motorsports. It was it was that themed bar mitzvah, right? And the kid entered with a caravan of classic cars. So cocktail hours happening, and we were like, wait a minute, where's the bar mitzvah boy? He hasn't been there for forty minutes. And the father hired a classic car troupe who had like a car club meetup and basically had them drive straight up through this venue. And I brought everyone outside. We gave them all racing flags. And I had the, I told the videographer ahead of time that, Hey, this is happening. He got a drone up in the air. And we watched as like two dozen classic cars and, you know, muscle cars and all these cars come through like Broncos and McLarens and all kinds of awesome, um, you know, cars. And then he's in the back, uh, you know, in a Porsche. So this kid had his up. own auto parade as his, as yeah. his reveal. I love that. Yeah, in, cool. in an auto caravan. And that was the entrance into the party. So now so cool. what we, what we did was we had to literally get every single guest down, a, down an elevator outside, what stood up against the you know side of the building, watching this whole thing. And then we had to get them back upstairs for formalities. So like, I had to, I felt like I was like on the radio, like breaker, breaker, go, 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 like <laughs> execute this, execute that. Like, so uh, we had to utilize our staff in a, in a really cool way for that, where after they were done that entrance, we had to bring everyone upstairs as fast as possible using that elevator. And when they got upstairs, we were already playing music. We were already shoving energy down their throat. So that way it, you didn't lose any of that grand entrance spirit. 
Um, so that's one of the standout moments for me is that, you know, sometimes, sometimes things that are, that seem very, very difficult that you might talk yourself out of are, are not that difficult. And I think this kid is going to feel like you, you talk about it and, and he felt like a, like just a star because he had his whole family cheering for him, buying into something that he really liked. Love it. Um, the other thing that I want to mention is this season alone, we've done more space outer outer space galaxy Star Wars themed events than we've ever done before. There have been so you had yours. There was one that Adam White's did uh, where he literally had to read a script for an entrance. Like they acted out an entrance. It was all theatrical. They had like Darth Maul enter and do like a sort of like backflip <laughs> display. And this weekend. We have another Star Wars themed event at That's Industry crazy. with Do- with Dom Lazaro and and yeah. his team. So it's so funny that that's the buy in uh, right now. We usually see them around the May May the fourth May the fourth, but uh, this uh, year they came early. It's, it's really cool that, that 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 is a theme that we're that we're they all might more. have originally been May fourth and had to reschedule <laughs> That's, very That's very true, Mike. So, so guys, I want to flip the script on this podcast for a quick second. We've talked about a bunch of really, really, really cool things, but I think one of the things that we love so much about this podcast is how real we are. Just like you know, Jordan dropping the phone sure does. Show the side profile real quick. I took <laughs> it out. I took it out. You got to see the side profile, man. I, I, Yo, I, Jared, I took it out. Good, my man's doing. I, I took it out. I took oh, out the ponytail. Yo. So, I, I want to talk about some of the difficulties that we've encountered in the last two months and i think that's that's part of what makes this podcast so special is you know the transparency and the first thing that i want to talk about is is electrical and power you know for we've been doing so many tented events you know agreed no longer are you uh under the pleasure of being in a country club that's got you know 520 amp or you know 200 amp panels in their you know back closet there of electricity now we're in a tent there's maybe a generator if we're lucky or there's extension cords hanging out of windows and we're sharing the power so dylan you had you had a tough situation a couple weeks ago where there just wasn't enough electricity and it, it nearly fried a photo booth yeah so um we fortunately had a generator but the way that the venue was aligned, the generator was like 600 yards away from where we had to be. So at the end of the day, we could not tap that for where they wanted the photo booth. So we asked them, you know, ahead of time, is there power for the photo booth? And they said, absolutely. Well, it was also the power that they were drawing for all of the string lights. Drop it in the lane. Um, they, uh, they were also... Uh, it, it, pulling the same power from the string lights. And these those Edison bulbs take up so, so, so much um, that we plugged in the photo booth and it like popped. I was literally watching the lights like flicker. And I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? Uh, and fortunately we had a really, really savvy staff where we were able to, like the photo booth went down. It, it just w- would not turn back on. Fortunately, we had enough backup gear and the right team in place to execute uh, a, a really, really, really great phototainment experience without it being the photo booth or the photo booth as it was originally intended. Well, let, we let's, let, let, let's hit that. That's one of the things that we always say we back up everything. And it may not be exactly the precise expectation, but the backup in this case was that you had an extra camera, you had an extra printer, 
and you already had the backdrop of the photo station there. So you were able to take pictures, print them out, still have them branded, and it yeah. the end result was no different other than the kiosk wasn't a kiosk any longer. It was a person with a camera. Yeah, so and, and you know what? I played into that because I was I, I happened to have been fortunate enough to be the photo operator that day. Uh, I was able to, you know, I took it was the exact same camera that was in the photo booth, the exact same one. So it was a high quality camera. It was a DSLR camera. So I just took the photos and then every, uh, you know, every five or six minutes, I took the memory card out of the camera, popped it in a computer. Jamie then edited them up, made sure the lighting was perfect, make sure that the saturation was perfect, branded the photo, printed them out. And then within, you know, a few minute, minutes after that, we had a copy for the for the guests. So it was no different than the end result of what they were originally wanted. The only thing that changed was the method in which we took the photos, which instead of it being a kiosk with a touchscreen, it was an individual person, which had its own benefit. Like I was able to play or play along with the people that were there. So um, the fact that we had a backup plan for not having enough power was was a big deal. Um, and you know what? I, you know what I love to about all this stuff too, guys, is that ninety five percent of the time we're doing this unbeknownst to the client. And that literally is the the gravy out of all this. You know what I mean? Like, guys, you know, and this we can't stress this enough. When you're booking your vendors, you gotta do your research. Find the people that are that are cool under pressure. That literally, like, you know, I know we say it all the time, but we don't. We try to like put the attitude forward that we never don't have the right answer. You know what I mean? Like, it's up to us to stay calm. It's up to us to stay cool. And, you know, make sure that we keep that client, we keep everybody just like focused on the main on, on the main vision for the day. And that's our guest of honor. That's our family. So, you know, honestly, hats off to us because I think we're one of the best in the business when it comes to that in at staying cool in a situation to and not letting it hit the fan. Because um, really, our clients don't ever know that these things are happening. It also that that same event, it was like 30 degrees outside. But we bought into it. We put on our coats. It was and kept cold, dancing man. Outside, we just kept dancing outside, and no one, knew, no one knew that we were hurting, and that we were tired, that we were cold. Like it was still so, so much fun. I, I'm gonna hit one more thing. We're at the 30 minute timeline here, but you know, one more, one more complexity that we've been dealing with is staff changes. Um, and let, let's put it out there. You know, I, I said it yesterday. I, I truly mean this. Back in the day, we used to use the attitude: "It's show business. You get through it." Every one of the three of us on this screen has done events ill. You know, you you show up and you've got a fever. You show up and you, you know, I, I, you run in the bathroom. You get sick. You come back out. You finish your performance. You know, I, I think we've done events with you know broken ankles or you know stuff. We, we had a food poisoning issue a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So no, we've done all these things in the past, but now in the world that we're living, you can't show up sick. So no. there have been a lot of changes due to I, I might have been exposed to somebody or I'm not feeling well. And also, you know, uh, uh, vaccination status, which is something that we're is a new uh, requirement from some events. It's something we've never needed in the past. You know, it used to be I want a pretty blonde dancer or I want a tall male MC or whatever it is, but now you we're compounded as we're doing our schedule with whoever's vaccinated. Yes. So when we talk about what have we been, they don't don't have to have legs. They just need to be vaccinated. As long as they have their shots, send them. So the last two months have been a wild ride. And uh, 
I think we we should be very proud to say it's been a very busy six month run that we've recently come off of. We're going into the holidays now, um, and that's my perfect transition to what do we normally do in February and it's showcase. And uh, Jordan, I'm going to have you talk Super Bowl showcase, man. Yeah, man. We got that's a big enough. one coming up here this year, guys. As always, you know the explosive team puts together arguably one of the biggest showcases in the area for in the tri-state area um, for Barbot Mitzvah primarily. Um, and it is going to be our Super Bowl, and we're going to be doing it on Super Bowl Sunday uh, this year with uh, our very good friends uh, up at the Bridgewater Manor. So uh, we're super excited about that. Um, if you haven't been to the Bridgewater Manor yet, it is a amazing, amazing venue that uh, you know has great hospitality staff. The food's off the hook. The venue itself has a lot of different ins and outs to where you guys can do indoor. There's outdoor options. There's so many great options, uh, you know, under one roof that you can really style your event uh, any which way. Um, their team is incredible. We're really excited about uh, hosting that showcase for you guys. And uh, Mike, um, as the weeks go on, we'll start to get flyers out on that. I know we have a, a flyer for that that's been uh, starting to circulate. Yeah, mo- and, most uh, of the promotion is going to hit after the new year, but we wanted to start cool. putting it out there now. February 13th is Super Bowl Sunday this year. There it is. Uh, it's actually a little late in the year. Usually it's like the first weekend in February. Yeah. And, um, Super Bowl Sunday and- in you know, for those who haven't been there before, it does not affect the big game. You know, we always nope. we start early, we end early. It's twelve. We get to you three. out early. Plenty uh, of time for kickoff. And this will be the showcase of all showcase. I mean, we missed it last year. We did a virtual Super Bowl showcase last year, but I think it's something that we love to do every year. We didn't get to do it last year, so, so we're fun. going big this year. And I love that we're going to have some new talent we're going to be unveiling. There's going to be some new rock star MCs that are going to be taking the stage. Some people that you might not be used to, uh, you know, running the events. You know, obviously you, you see myself, you see Dylan, you see Mike. Um, as a lot of the forefronts of our events as we go out, we have some great new talent, um, some really cool new options that are coming to the table. Uh, I know our partners um, that we're working with uh, and our, our partner companies that we work with um, have some really cool ideas that they're going to bring uh, under our label as well to uh, show you guys some um, new exclusives that are coming to the table. And as you know, the explosive team is always trying to push the envelope um, with the coolest, newest trends that are coming around. Um, and we're also going to have other vendors in the house too. So it's not just going to be entertainment driven. You're obviously going to have a great space um, that can house your next event, but you're going to have some of uh, you know the hottest uh, photographers, videographers, um, planners, uh, event decor. So some of the top brands that are in the area that are all there to help you plan the next big day. Um, obviously it's primarily uh Barbot Mr. Driven, but if you're looking to plan a sweet 16, uh, a communion, a quince, um, hell, if you're looking to get married and you just want to see some cool entertainment and some cool ideas, it doesn't even matter. Come on through. We've had wedding, uh, couples come through to check us out at our Mr. Shows too. So it's definitely open to the public. Um, it's open for a great day for you guys to have a blast and, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. We're pumped. Nice. Dylan, any final thoughts? We give away stuff. Yes. Free stuff. We give away that, stuff. That's catching up to us now. Like, do you guys realize that so many of our parties right now have actually, you know, won things from Super Bowl two years ago or, or maybe even last year virtually? Um, I, I feel like a lot of our parties right now are, are cashing in. Yeah. Uh, this, no, a few weeks ago, we, a uh, family won, uh, won a co2 cannon and we we brought it out and it, we use it for the entrance and we used it uh i think it's my my cover photo on facebook from that party uh benjamin's bar mitzvah at cooper's so yeah it's so good we times got, we got thanksgiving coming up we may squeeze out an episode this coming week uh before thanksgiving if not 
when we return from the Thanksgiving break, uh, we're going to be interviewing Andrea Hecht, who was one of our top parties also recently. We didn't really talk about it on this episode, but her party it was, was on that. that, that we're going to save it was on purpose. Big reveal, man. Yeah, yep, we want to save that. Yep. Her party was at Top Golf uh, for Jonah, her son, and Top Golf is totally your non-traditional bar mitzvah venue. I don't want to say much more than that, but Dylan, you and I were there to live it, feel it, and experience it, and we have so much info on how to think out of the box and do a party that had dancing and had energy, but also had a lot of other things. So let's leave it on that one. Who wants to sign off? Dylan, why don't you take us home? No. Jordan, you take us <laughs> home. <laughs> well, I'm already home. You're already home. Mike, you're already home? I'm at the sweet shop, so I'll take it. See? So, Mike, episode you, you 90. Home, you're not home. Episode 90 of Mastering Mitzvahs. It was good to be back. Guys, I miss your faces. This was fun. Um, to those tuning in, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Like it, share it, tell your friends about it. Uh, and it's our honor and privilege to do and, this. And just in case we don't see you, wishing you and your family and your loved ones a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. We hope you guys enjoy the time with the family, as we will. And uh, it's well-deserved on, on all platforms. So enjoy the holiday. Mike, sign off. But wait, here's Jordan with more info. I didn't know if he was going to get the Thanksgiving thankful in, you know? Good. Who's going to get the last word? Goodbye.